now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Green Mario, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, everybody, it's Green Mario, Brooks Oglesby. A little bit, a glimpse into the uh, the creative process of the show, because yeah, everyone likes these, these, you know, like director's cut type of things. Oh, yeah. Like commentary. Um, I I always forget about my nickname gimmick until like five minutes before the show, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking coffee out of a cup that I got from Nintendo World with Luigi on it. So, <laughs> I if you want to part the kimono a little bit more, uh-huh. um, the entire intro I was like, oh hey, I did the thing that I always do where I forget. Yep. So I'm just gonna riff on whatever Eddie says. <laughs> and in this case, it was and the luckily same thing. we say Mario differently, so it all worked out. Uh-huh. Ah, I see. Yeah. Two sides of the same coin, that yeah. Mario. It's true. Uh, this is a Game of Thrones show, and uh, we made it through season three. Yeah, we're but at what? In... But at what cost? <laughs> right. This is uh, season three, episode ten, M- Mishka. <laughs> Mish- Misha. It's the one where Jar Jar Binks shows up. <laughs> that would have made that scene a lot better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you ended the season, and it wasn't that good. Lord Walder. Jar Jar Binks escaped. (laughs) Oh, Misha getting out of this wedding. (laughs) Uh, oh, Misha Khaleesi, first of her name. I guess Um, he didn't make it far, though, because they did cut his head off and put him on Rob Stark's body, which I thought was in poor taste. Yeah, ooh, Misha King in the North. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Uh, most of the episode was just, like, fine. And then the bad parts were extra bad. Yeah, it was, like, it was mediocre, but, like, surprise absolute shit every the, couple of minutes. The only scene I would say was even good is when, uh, Tyrion is talking to Tywin. Yeah, and I mean, like, Natch. Yeah. Uh, how does it start? Um, it was me remembering that we still have more of the Red Wedding to watch. Yeah, I thought it was just like, okay... <laughs> It's done. Uh, right? And we continue. But no, there were, like, gigantic fires everywhere. Yeah, Roos, like, climbs the twins and sees the greatest fire the North has ever seen. Which, there's no way it was that big. Yeah. Like, there's no way the camp... I don't know. It looked gigantic. Because, like, in... If I remember correctly, in the books, basically, they just... Walder was like, hey... Go put all your soldiers under the big top, and there was like a big circus tent, but mm-hmm. it was all laced with gasoline and shit, and it yeah. collapsed on them, and then they set it on fire. Yeah, something like that. It was just, a lot. It was a lot cleaner, a lot, a lot more it's, humanitarian. It's HBO, so they needed lots of people dying and on fire. Yeah, there were just like some jump cuts of like people losing their limbs and being hanged, <laughs> like stock like, screams. <laughs> yeah, and then someone's arm was, flying off. It was it was real fucking neato. And then we get the, like, ironic victory cries. Oh, King in the North! Here it comes. Like, you already killed him and put his dog's head on him. And you're still gonna be shitty. Like, oh, King in the North, there he goes! Yeah. 
and then Arya like wakes up at the least opportune time, mm-hmm. just as as she passes like her, her wolf brother, double dead wolf brothers. Yeah, and the hound is just like, all right, no, I'm not looking at this. Yeah, I'm, I'm we're turn- phrased now. Here's I'm, a banner. I'm turning this car around. <laughs> as I said, I would many times. Our vacation is over. We're going home. <laughs> it's the worst vacation ever, Dad. <laughs> this is. This was basically the National Lampoon's vacation, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's like, Chevy Chase gets to Wally World, and then everybody... I believe everybody at Wally World was murdered. Yeah, at, at the, the feast. It's been a long time, and I haven't watched the remake. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure... Uh, in the You know, people um, complain about the remake because they, they didn't kill enough people in it. Yeah. Which is weird in this day and age. Mm-hmm. You'd expect more violence, but... Chevy Chase commands a high high asking price. Like the budget oh, yeah. couldn't handle it. And a high kill count, from what I've heard. <laughs> yes. It's a, uh, what are those things called when bands play? Like, they have their rules or whatever? Oh, they're a fucking, damn it. The writer? I hate, the, I hate these questions because, like, I need several minutes to think about it. Yeah, writer, you got it. <laughs> but Chevy Chase is like, I need at least $20 million and four deaths. I think that's why they wrote him off Community, was because, like, somebody from the main cast would just stop showing up every season, mm-hmm. and I don't... I, I I haven't seen Donald Glover in a while. Uh-huh. Like, they couldn't so, fill the classes anymore. At first, they started, like, cutting off extras, but, yeah. like, you know, a few, a few... A few... He did, canonically. Yeah, he did. That was good of them writing it in. You know, using yeah. real life as an inspiration. And then, like, after four episodes, you're like, where has Danny Pudi been? Like, I haven't seen yeah, that right? in a while. Wait. Man, you guys should watch Community. But, like, <laughs> the first how many seasons? Like, three? Yeah, basically the same as Game of Thrones. Yeah. It, <laughs> make sure you, you select a stopping point when you, stop, when you uh-huh. start. Uh, and then all this dying is still happening, but we go over to Tyrion and Sansa and Shay, who is there for some reason. Yeah. Because it's a it's an awkward sexual love triangle. Like and I it's know, compelling. I know Shay is Sansa's handmaiden, but she's just walking outside. Yeah, like in case her hand needs something, I guess. Like Mar Marjorie walks around by herself all the time. You don't see ladies like trailing behind her. Yeah, right. Yeah, but and that's a mean. And then they're friends. Yeah, you know I because. It's like with everything with Tyrion and Sansa, like, like Sansa can't independently talk about her problems ever. They have to be in relation to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because, like, nobody wants to hear, like, a, a small girl prisoner of war story. We have to relate it to Tyrion, the the noble man that everybody loves who yeah, does no wrong. Yeah, this girl who has had the most terrible life ever. Who cares yeah. about that? This guy is short. But maybe we jump the gun a little bit because we do get the best revenge plot in the history of fiction like put shit in someone's bed yeah like <laughs> which i mean could can you tell that this wasn't in the books <laughs> <laughs> because like in the books it wasn't hey Tyrion, i'm not gonna fuck you because i'm a prisoner of war but also we can be best friends it was like stay the fuck away from me because your family killed my family yeah instead they're goofing about the one time Arya put poopy in my bed yeah, I loved it. I miss her. This this is like the uh, the upper decker of these ages because they don't have toilets. So 
Yeah. And of course, like, she can't, it's like, wh- when did the writers of the newsroom come in to guest write this scene? Because they just wrote her to be as stupid as possible. Because <laughs> she doesn't know what the word shit is. She thinks it's another word. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's like individual shots of Shay and Tyrion being like, <laughs> women. Yeah. And both of them. Yikes. Jeez. Oof. And then Big Dick Pod shows up. Yeah. He's a, my lord. Did you catch that when he like was walking down the stairs, there were like two ladies just at the bottom of the stairs, and they literally giggle and go, oh, that's him. I did not. Because his dick is literally that big. In more uh, show-only footage. Yeah. yeah, Pod has a big dick. Tyrion is short and ugly, even though he's not. I mean, he is short in the books as well. Uh, okay, true, yeah, 50-50 on that one. <laughs> and Salsa has goat shit in her bed. Yeah. And this, this, like, this scene didn't establish anything. It, there was no didn't. point to it. You know what? It did. establish that Sansa is stupid and Pod, and Pod has the a The thing they did, they did this twice in this episode is that they uh, think they're setting things up, but the payoff is near immediate. Yeah. Like, because like, oh, wow, they seem to be getting along. Good thing no bad news will happen that will yeah. make their... And that's all they fucking do. That's like... I guess that is what they were thinking, that, like, oh, since Sansa's gonna be mad at Tyrion later, we need to show them being BFF. Yeah, because I was, first. the whole scene, I was thinking, like, why is this happening? Yeah. And it was so later she can be mad that, like, a bunch of other people killed her brother dead. Yeah. Yikes. So, they go to, um, the small council meeting, and remember Joffrey, who's evil? Remember him? Yeah. He's still evil. And Tyrion's like, hey, you, you're happy. Did you kill a few puppies? And he was kind of right. Yeah. He kind of he got it in one. In, in a way. Uh, and then we get, like, this shitty, passive-aggressive Pysel, like, oh, I yeah, dropped. The world's oldest middle schooler. Yeah, I dropped the note. Now you have to get it. And, like, did you notice that this exact trope happened three times in this episode? Where somebody, like, instead of handing something to somebody, just dropped it between them. It literally happened three I didn't. times. But we'll get to those later. Okay, now I'm, like, anxious to find out when yeah. they reference this again and again. Yeah, like, way to go, Brian Cogman. And Great characterization. <laughs> Tyrion, the, the, the letter says, like, the wolf has been slain along with its pups. And yeah. the two strong towers are on our side, and I will flay them to death. Signed, Walder Frey. Signed, Walder Frey and Roose Bolton. And Tyrion's like, what is this poetry? Leader of the Red Wedding. <laughs> like, uh, Tyrion, who's like, I read books and I'm smart. He's like, what could any of this nonsense mean? Yeah, right? And the first thing it says is Roslyn caught a fat, a fine fat trout, which, like, is he calling Edmure fat? I He's think not he, a fat boy. He just meant, like, the most important one. Oh, okay. Like, I guess that was the goal. Yeah, but he's the like, metaphorical. Roslyn caught a trout that looked like it just ate a bee. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's definitely Edmure Tully. Yeah. And, and Joffrey, I thought he would be more like, yes, I did it. I'm, say, I killed him dead. But instead, he's like, I'm going to make Sansa eat her dad's head. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> does he think that's going to work? Like, she's going to be like, well, okay, it's in front of me. So. Mm, yummo. Num num num. Uh, is this time? Mm. <laughs> My compliments to the chef. My compliments to you and Walder Frey. Mm. And I like him just being like a shitty tantrum baby. Oh yeah, it's great. And Tywin just like 
<laughs> he slapped some fucking diapers on him. Yeah. Tywin even humoring him, he's like, oh, the king is sleepy. Yeah. He needs he's got sleepies in his eyes. Let me get those real quick. He needs his nightshade. He's like, I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> oh, the king needs and, his rest. And, like, he tells Pycelle to give him essence of nightshade. And, like, okay, one drop of that, this is, it's it's basically space honey. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, one drop will, like, get rid of your anxiety, apparently. Like, it's anti-anxiety medita- 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 medication. That's the word. But, um, you, you remember the thing that Cersei was about to kill Tommen with in the Blackwater? That tiny little vial? That, that was essence nightshade. of nightshade. Yep. nightshade. So, uh... And, like, he wasn't, like, only one drop. He was like, go give him some. You should give him a drink of nightshade. Yeah, a big old swig. A good gulp of that. A swig for the big boy. And everyone leaves, except... Tyrone. Yeah. Tywin individually tucks everybody in, but Tyrion. Yeah. And then we get the uh, Tywin line, like, why is it worse to kill yeah, right? ten men at dinner than ten thousand on the battlefield? And I was like, you know, you do have a point, but then, like, he advocates rape. And I was like, oh no! Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> did he forget that, like, he killed thousands of soldiers anyways? Yeah, like, he killed, like, three thousand people right outside as well. Yeah, true. But he didn't have the option to kill Stannis at dinner because Stannis doesn't eat or move. He just stands at that fucking table all season. That's true. <laughs> he just thinks, like, he saw Aegon's dinner table and he's like, well, I don't know what to use this for, but yeah, this, Stan- this seems a bit strange. Now I'm imagining him at, like, a dinner feast and everyone's eating this, like, extravagant meals that would take 15 pages to describe and he just has his, like, toy war figures in front uh-huh. of him just staring. That's why that's why he was he did so well at the Siege of Storm's End mm-hmm. because he doesn't normally eat. So everybody's like, "Wow, he has such strong resolve." Yeah, he, he, he'll like, break before he bends. You know, my king, why aren't you eating? And he just like has to improvise, and he just like grabs a rat and eats it. it, it, it me eat. Yeah. <clears throat> Stannis, do some do some normal human eating. Ah, eating like this. He grabs his like, shoe and yeah. starts nomin on. <laughs> so yeah, there's a thing with. Tyrion and Tywin, and they talk, and it's good. Which I'm guessing most of it is book dialogue, because I enjoyed it. Yeah, the only thing that, like, made me all miffed about was, like, that Tyrion is a total Stark apologist here. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the books, obviously, he's, like, super down with his dad killing the traitorous rebels in the books. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, you you know, guest rights a thing. That was kind of shitty. But anyways, I'm glad you killed the people who were trying to, like, usurp us. Mm -hmm. Way to go. Also, put a baby in your wife somehow. Like, and uh, I'm your, and don't forget, I'm the best dad in the world because I didn't drown you on your birthday. Yeah, because your name is Lannister. Good thing you're yeah. not Tyrone Lammermer, or you'd be out of here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you never see Tyrion Lattimore anywhere because he's dead. <laughs> Tyrion Mortimer, rip yeah. in peace. <laughs> and then Sansa cries by a window. Yeah, she has sad balcony disease. <laughs> because what else is she supposed to do? Yeah. What dialogue? Nope. Get over that. Get on that balcony. Oh, just yeah. Okay, she's crying. Get on it. That's her character, right? Yeah. Just go put the cardboard cutout over there by the window. <laughs> it was a cardboard cutout with so- someone was off camera spraying it with a little bottle and like misting it up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Bran and crew are in a tower talking about some more old man shit. 
Yeah. The evil Chuck E. Cheese man of the night fort. Yeah, like, this is the thing I was talking about before. Like, he's like, oh, the rat cook. He killed all his his people and put him in a pie and everyone ate it and it was yummo. And then someone's mm-hmm. like, so he just killed people and ate them? And Bran's like, no. It's because he violated guest right. Immediate <laughs> cut to Walder Frey. Like, the gods fucking love making the king eat his kids anywhere but your own house. Yeah. Do it in the yard. Like, no, the subtlety hammer was taken immensely to this episode. Yeah, and it was, I mean, they even did a hard cut to Walder right after. Like, like eating. Yeah, right? He is the hu- he is the happiest hungry boy. He is. He's, he hasn't left the table since, like, the, like, the passage of time is non-existent. Oh, oh, yeah. And eternal in the show, so we don't know how long it's been, but however, like, amount of time has passed, he has not gotten up from that table. He's just pounding those leftovers. There's nothing even in his cup, and he's still trying to drink it. <laughs> it's like when your ice melts and you get the last sip of, like, watery drink. He's just uh-huh. going for that hard. Yeah. And did you notice the, the like, extras who are supposed to be cleaning up blood, but they're just scrubbing nothing? Uh, I did not notice that. There's, like, two I... guys scrubbing the floor, and there's a huge pile of blood in the middle, but the two of them are just scrubbing parts that are already clean. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, a terrible thing about this scene is they're just like, hey, we did it. And Roos Bolton smiles? Mm-hmm. Which, no. Stop it. Yeah, this was... Before I had watched the show, one of the only things that I had just, like, seen on my Tumblr dash was, like, the picture of Roos smiling. And I guess it must have been, like, after the Red Wedding, like, recently, just after it. Because it was like, look at this guy. He clearly doesn't have any emotions. How did we not see this coming? <laughs> like this is just so more stuff just for the show of them being like aha we did it though I guess that would be what Walder Frey would say yeah but I don't know Bolton seemed like too happy yeah he was like it was the opposite of smizing I would say mm-hmm. it was when you smile with only your mouth yeah and not your eyes which is much worse that's how yeah. you know someone's evil if you do that into a mirror three times, you summon the anti-Tyra, uh-huh. and she curses you to be ugly for the next 100 years. Jesus. I'd rather die at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, or jokes on you, Tyra, I've already been ugly for 100 years. Yeah, I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> uh, and Ramsey's here, and he has... Yeah, a- we learned that the nice boy is actually Ramsey officially, I think. Yeah. And he's eating every wiener-shaped food. Like, okay, Ramsey is evil, but at least he doesn't put ketchup on his hot dog. <laughs> like, that's fucking chaotic evil. Oh my god, that's the most New Jersey thing I've ever heard. Listen, there is canonically one way to eat a hot dog that is good and pure. Okay? Uh-huh. Is it is it French's mustard? F- spicy brown mustard. And or sauerkraut. Both combined is the perfect hot dog experience. Okay, Anything but else me, is heresy. Let me lay this on you. Because I... Uh, was, if you mention something called a fucking Florida dog and there's like an <laughs> alligator on it. A, the Florida dog is our state mascot. <laughs> but he's an alligator. <laughs> um, I was... My bones are all big and strong because when I was a little boy and I couldn't microwave things yet... Um, my mom would always make me a cheese dog, which was just a melted square of Heinz, Heinz, 
of Kraft American cheese melted on it. How does that... I mean, they make those ones that have, like, cheese in the middle. Yeah, but that, that like... I don't want to eat, like, a, a skinny Hot Pocket. True. I mean, hot dogs are... There's so much gross shit involving them. Like, of course, ketchup is one. If but... only there was a word for a skinny Hot Pocket. It's a lean <laughs> pocket. Anyways. <laughs> Man, you know, specifically Sonic. They have this thing to, like, it's the Coney, the Coney Island hot dog. Or whatever, or something like like a Coney right. dog. Yeah, that no, no one in Coney Island would ever eat some shit like that. And the thing is, it's from like Detroit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, <laughs> it has pickles and like r- relish on it. Like, no, isn't like my understanding of north of Georgia is really fucked up. But isn't Coney Island just like an abandoned theme park? Um, it was at some point, and now. It's basically it's a theme park, uh, like a fairly nice theme park with an ancient roller coaster, and okay. a beach, and then everyone around it lives in poverty. Got it. So I that's was, Coney Island. As I just imagined, like the Mr. Robot theme park. That's basically how I imagined. It, that Coney was Island. Coney Island. Oh, was it really? Yeah, like the boardwalk. But they fucking pro- nailed. But it. they were probably filming in like November when no one's there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it looked, like, because all the stores close up because it's not the summer. Right. So it looked a lot worse than it was, society stops for no man. Yeah, of course. Have you guys watched Mr. Robot? It it won a thing. What was it, like a Golden Globe? I don't know, one of those things. I mean, that was probably like, okay, let's give something to Mr. Robot. Yeah. Because it was all right, but... We've given all of our other awards to the You Need the Bad Pussy episode of Game of Thrones, so... (sighs) God. Man, I need to brush my teeth just saying that line again. All these months later. It's a good thing you said episode of Game of Thrones at the end, because I'd be like, I feel like I know that phrase from another life. <laughs> right. but, but I can't put my finger on it. There's like, there's some precious childhood memory that like, that quote that pushed out of my memory forever. Like yeah, the first like the- time my dad pushed me on the swing, I'm never going to remember that ever again, because it's just replaced with... You need the bad pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to forget the first time I rode a bike because uh, I want a <laughs> good girl. forget how to ride a bike in general. Like, uh, yeah. Next time. Whoa! Well, I know what Braun needs, but I can't do this shit. Uh, what's the show about? Oh, yeah, Ramsey's shaking a dick around. Yeah, and he literally asks about phantom cock syndrome, uh-huh. which his word's not mine. Yeah. That, that was the new Metal Gear Solid game. He's called Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom <laughs> Cock. He's like, do you get a ghost boner when you think of a sexy lady? I wish. Oh yeah, like that would be so. What an experience! <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you think sex is fun? My dick becomes a ghost. Yeah. And we He's... hang out like Casper. <laughs> Casper the friendly dick. Post Game of Thrones. The end. The end. We did it. We've made it to the end of the show. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he beats up the Yeah, Theon asks for death, and so do I. Um, and then he calls himself Reek, because he's a stinky boy. It was it, um, When he slaps Theon the first time, it was convenient that they only framed it from like the chest up, because he clearly slaps his leg, too. <laughs> Not to expose the business, but... Yeah. 
There yeah. was it was it was like almost a Lucha Underground cutscene of just like the yeah. most cinematic like his strikes were made to look so strong from the cameras. They just needed like a weird sepia filter and like lions roaring in the background. Yeah. And or make like it a, somehow dirtier. And then there's like one Mariachi horn. It's like <laughs> like faintly in the back. Yeah. Um Brand's back again. Yeah, and surprise. I noticed Sam, the they're just here. like cramming so much brand into this episode because they neglected him the entire season. Oh yeah. I mean his plot is just we need to move, but wouldn't that be weird if they neglected him for an entire season? That would for real. Hmm. Hmm. No Anyways. No, you did they gave him so much attention. Oh that yeah. They, they had like... to balance it out. And then people next... watching the show don't even remember Tyrion. We need to get more of that shit in yeah. here. Yeah, I can't wait till next season when Bran is on screen for the first time and he's like twenty-seven now. Okay, he literally like my biggest note from the scene is that he literally already looks forty-five years old in the scene. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard living this life, being pushed in like a wagon all day. Yeah, like he's he's complaining about how Jojen and Mira are on their cell phones all the time. Yeah, because <laughs> you'd be on that phone, Jojen. Yeah, right. Uh. It it was it was weird. I was watching the scene. So like Sam and, and Gilly show up, and they're like, "Who are you? I'm Sam. I know your brother. No, you don't. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. look at don't look at the gigantic white wolf that everyone like, knows. He's definitely Jon Snow's brother because he's as bad of a liar and negotiator as <laughs> yeah. Jon. It wasn't even like, yeah, well, prove it. Like, oh, yeah. don't look at the demon wolf that's hanging out with us. The three demon wolves that we have here. But we're only going to show one. It, I was I was weird. I was watching it, and I just had this, like, strange reaction. Like, my hands, they were just, like, so cold. Like, mm. like I got a chill through them. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know why that happened. It was really weird. Yeah, it was like all of the... It was like you were a dead person riding a horse. Yeah, and I had to Almost. help them through. And, like, my, 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 uh... My it's... true history was mysterious, yeah. and... It's weird because when they were walking through the night fort gate that I guess is just a normal fucking gate, um, I was like, my mouth opened up like several feet wide so that people could pass through and I started crying on anybody that passed underneath so, me. Like, I'm not remembering this wrong, right? They cold hands is like, follow me. I'll help you through the magic door. Right? Yeah. Like, so, I'm pretty sure like they go into the cold for like one second and like they like super almost beef it and then like Sam is, there's like a big magic elk man that shows up and he's like, brother, take my hand. And then he like, Sam kind of grabs his hand and it's all like chilly and cold. And yeah. So anyone who hasn't read the books, they just left out a magic man who saved a magical them. man who rides a dead elk. Who's like identity is still mysterious. And one of like the most fun mysteries to speculate on. Not even there. They just go through the door. Yeah. So like I was telling Kim about this, but, like, whenever that happens, like, I know, oh, it's different medium, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it makes me think that it's not important. Yeah, you know? that's, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's my big fucking worry for season six, is uh-huh. that, like, not having their whole fucking kings that are left out of the show. Like, and- I guess you could argue that, like, in the overall telling of the story, like, Wyman Manderley probably isn't that important, you know? Yeah. So you could leave him out, but I feel like Cold Hands being a fucking magic man, like, yeah. would have a much bigger role. And, like, the thing about Wyman Manderley is, like, I was thinking about him this episode and how, like, the Rat Cook story is, like, yeah. kind of relevant to him. Uh-huh. 
Because I was but, thinking, I was like, as soon as Rand was telling that story, I was like, oh, like, uh, like the Frey Pies theory, like, why am I Mandalay? But then it yeah. was just the next scene cut to Walter Frey, and I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, right. There are only three adults in the North, and they're Ned Stark, Walter Frey, and Roose Bolton. <laughs> so, uh, we go, after this happens, we go to Balon, the last, like, I shit Lord. my pants. Like, remember this guy? I, like, I saw his castle, and I was like, I'm gonna pause it right here, because it would probably be a funny goof to, like, say, like, because I didn't recognize it, and I was like, where could I say that this is, like, which castle is this? Yeah, it happened immediately, we're like... Kim goes like, "Is that Harrenhal? Where is this?" Yeah, I was like, "Where I was the like, fuck?" I was like, "Is that the twins?" Oh, this yeah. guy! I I literally forgot that he was he appeared in more than one episode. Mm-hmm. And they get a box of mail. I save the date. And they did they did a funny joke a bit like that movie. They said, "What's in the box?" <laughs> What's in the box? And then it was yeah. at the end. And they said. Fingers. It's Theon's favorite toy, and then she opens the box in here. Pop it, yeah. Twist it, boing. Pull it, and just kidding, it's a wiener. It's 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 a bop it, and Balon is mad because he's like, I wanted the bop it extreme. I thought his favorite toy was the jump rope. Jump rope that I bought him. That I bought him to make his legs strong. He is no son of mine. You need strong legs to stand on the deck when it gets all choppy. Yeah, exactly. No sailor is complete without his jump rope. Uh, so yeah, they get a note, and it's like, it's me, Ramsey. I cut lots of him off, and I'll cut more off if something happens. I don't remember yeah. what. I'm gonna find more of Theon's penises and send them to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing. Balon says to, like, get it out of his sight, but... Just speaking purely logistically, what would you do with it? You could, I, thought like, they, I thought they were going to throw it in the fire. Okay. But then it would get, like, you would get, like, dick smell particles in the room. Oh, yeah. And, like, you could, like, bury it, but that would be kind of, like, kind of weird because it's just your brother's dick. And then, um... <laughs> Flush it like a goldfish. If, if you bury it, and then, um, like, in a few years, um, the dick, <laughs> the dicking tree would grow. And that's that's a book that no one should ever write. Jesus fucking Christ. What? The dicking tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what's wrong with that? Like, And then, it was a really sad ending at the end where the tree gets circumcised. <laughs> the tree had none, nothing left to give. Because it spent all its seed. Ugh! Christ, <laughs> that was right in front of me and I didn't, I didn't even see it. <laughs> it was coming right at you. Ugh. Anyway, fuck. Um, anyways, they wrap his dick in a bag of frozen peas so that they can try to reattach it later. Mm-hmm. And then, what's her name in the show? The young her, sister? I, her name is in the show is Yara, and it's the worst still. Yara. It's Asha, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go save him. Yeah, and like, I love that all of the old men in this show want grandbabies so bad, but they just won't admit it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I am not going to give up my land holdings to somebody who can't hold the family name. And it's like, he just wants a little grandbaby to, to go on his, go on his little, go on his knee. You want that little grandbaby to watch when Theon goes out to folk. Yeah. Cause like, you know, that's it's like, he would have completely disowned Theon had it not been for his fuck propensity. Yeah, of course. Uh, I wish Kim was here cause she had, she had this big rant about like female characters in the show. Uh-huh. I think it was that she wanted to see more of Asha, 
because uh-huh. like she is cool and like yeah, kind she's... of multi-dimensional. Like yeah. she's not just like I'm a mom or I'm good and fight. Yeah. Like she has motivations and stuff. Yeah. It's a know. bummer that Kim's not here because this is the last episode where the representations of women are bad. <laughs> yeah. So there's not, <laughs> not going to be any more opportunities. It's all smooth sailing from out here. Speaking uh, of smooth sailing, um, another thing that I don't know about at all is ships. Uh-huh. She talks about how she's going to pick the fastest ship, and I don't understand how that works. Like, what yeah, ha- what uh, constitutes, like, is it made out of carbon fiber? Like, does it have a motor? Like, I don't... Flame decals on the side? Yeah. And a spoiler. I don't understand. But, like, I, like, how do you, do you test it? Do you just, like, everybody get on all the ships and we're going to, we're going to max out our stats? Like, it just must just have, like, a hundred sails on it. Right. I think, yeah, that it, that must be how it works. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh... Is someone home? I heard you burp. Aw, man. (laughs) Hey, Kim. We were just talking about you. Oh, perfect. About how you want more of the sister to be there or something. Yeah, I want her to be in the show more often. Uh Uh-huh. Showing how strong and powerful she is, whether she's good or bad. I think she needs to be in there. Yeah. Well, good thing next season, she won't be. Yep. You mean sixth season or... Six, season six okay. in real life. Okay. Is uh, that I I don't know. Like, isn't Victorian going to be in it? So like. Yeah. Well, because like, does it? Does spoilers matter? Like, Euron's going to be in it, and there's there's since we haven't like heard much about Victorian, it might be that they just like combine their very different characters. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's just cut out all of these plot lines. We're going to focus on these fishmen all season, but also nobody, or, no, or Kraken men. Is that a kid cuisine? That sure is a kid cuisine, and here is Holy a shit. Skylanders battle cask Pokemon card. Um, Skylanders is not Pokemon. Uh. Skylanders are toys to life. Still, There are Pokemon Amiibos. There are? Oh yeah, Charizard. Yeah, you got that Where Pikachu, you got that I Greninja. I got mac and cheese. Oh. You almost got it in my mac and cheese. That was the goal. Mm. What? What is the show? It's cake cuisine. <laughs> cake cuisine. Okay. Uh, the most excited, like that every, was the every most scene. Ex- we're like, and then fucking what happens next? But anytime food comes up, we're like, let's fucking chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, anything not to talk about the show, we're like, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I get it that George R. R. Martin is always like, let me write a couple paragraphs about food real quick. Mm. Let me just. Let me just. Pop a little, a little dribbling down the chin, real quick, right. right here. The chicken nuggets were cooked to a crisp as soon as the microwave dinged. Like, <laughs> I only bought it because it said "Bug Safari" on the outside. The chicken nuggets are in the shape of bugs. So you didn't even look at the flavors. You just saw a box that said "Bug Safari," and you were like, "I must have this." Yeah, and they have tic tac toe cookies. So yummy! Oh, wow, even better. Is the penguin still on the box? Is the penguin still on the box? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank C- fuck. Confirmed. Good thing. Good thing that didn't change from the book. <laughs> um. So Sam gives some dragon glass to Mira the archer and Hodor, uh, which like good choices. If you notice during this time, uh, they're like, "Why do you have this?" And he's like, "Oh, we found it at the fist of the of the first men, and also I killed a White Walker with it." And Hodor just shakes his head, no. <laughs> he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, didn't happen." Yeah. No, no way. And, uh, is it a spoiler if we say that they never fucking use this? I totally, like, I didn't even realize that Sam gave them any. 
Exactly. I was like, what? The? And I mean, maybe fucking three seasons down the line, they'll be like, hey, remember eight years ago when Sam gave us this? Let's use it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't. But, I genuinely didn't realize he did that. I thought they were just talking about it. They're like, hey, yeah, why I you s- got this junk? And is there any ex- explanation of why Sam never tells John about Bran, or does he? I don't even remember I, in the show. I remember in, in the books there was some reason for it. Yeah, like, I think Cold Hands makes him swear or something, or, like, maybe just Jojen, like, twists his arm and, like, gives him a... Yeah. I just think in the show it just doesn't come up. Or it does and it's, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Because there's definitely, like, there's definitely at least a point where John's like, oh, my family's dead. And, Mm -hmm. like, Sam's just like, yeah, they are. Yeah, weird. That sucks. That that dog, too, that was your friend? What happened to him? Have I told you about my dad, Randall Tarly, yet? He was a real asshole. (laughs) And then they pull through to next season. Yeah. Like, they Speaking... go through they go through the door and, like, the end of the show music plays, but there's still, like, 45 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of showing up next season, um, Gendry is here. What? Gendry? Yeah. And Davos is, is coming to harass him while he's in prison. Hmm. Yeah. And they, they bond like, over being poor babies. Yeah, he's like, hey, how you doing? As if he doesn't fucking know what that sells like. Bring the dude a book, you asshole. <laughs> we just get the entire thing and he's like, I don't know how to read. He's like, ah, oh, I heard of this good book, The Reign of the Targaryens. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey man, I know you're sad and imprisoned and probably about to die, but like, what Mel did to you wasn't that bad. Cheer up. It was just a little blood, you little baby. This... Must have been the worst for you because he actually tells the Fingerbone story again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he holds up his glove so that you can't <laughs> see his, like, his finger knuckles. But his, it's, his glove is only like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Next season, there's a thing where he takes off his glove to show people his hand because his glove is normal. <laughs> so he just does that when he wants people to ask him shit. He really does. The only good thing about the scene is that I wish we could... We had more of a use in real life for torches. Because, like, it looked cool. It yeah. was probably nice and warm. I mean, I can see how it could be inconvenient, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just want to use a torch every once in a while. I know. Yeah. But, like, he, he also makes a sweet dick joke about how Mel knows his way around a man's head, which is like, bazinga, good one. They're um, both like, oh, ho, 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 I'm in jail. Yeah, don't... I don't think dick jokes are funny if you listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um... And did you, like... Yeah, I would never talk about, a like, tree, a dick that grew into a tree. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Um, so, do you know, like, this is a good example of, like, people not having a conversation, but just people saying things at each other? Hmm. Because, like, he makes a sweet joke, and then Davos is like, hey, um, my son died following me, and then he literally leaves. Yeah! Like, he brought the mood down in this horrible dungeon... And, like, he fucking brought it up. It's not like, it's not like Gendry was like, hey, are your sons alive? I hope they're alive. Like, he fucking, Davos was like, hey, let me tell you about my dead son. Anyways, bye. Yeah, I think, what, he's like, I learned to read, uh, from my son. Or something like that. And then, Gendry's like, what happened? What happened to him? Why do you say that? He's dead. Goodbye. He's dead. Goodbye. Thanks for asking. <laughs> it just leaves. He doesn't like, even say goodbye. He says he's dead. I know. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck Davos. Anyways. And he, and he just leaves Gendry in the cold dark cell. 
Anyway. We get some we get some Shay. What okay. Was it just me or did Varys look very tan here? He looked very, very tan. Kim said it was because they were under like an orange thing. Oh. But I like to think he just got very tan for one scene. Mm. Like he forgot his character and was like out in real life having fun. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so he just... comfy. Oh yeah, he looks like he's just like it's a Westerosi snuggie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a Snuggie with two G's, two I's, and a Y at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I don't know what you call them, across the narrow sea, but in King's Landing, they're known as Snoogiggies. <laughs> so. We just call it a robe. Uh, not mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the second scene where, uh, instead of giving, giving Varys the diamonds back, she just kind of, like, tosses them... Oh, okay, yeah. It's like, hey, kid, catch. And then just, like, spikes him into the ground. Yeah, like, you couldn't... And she walks right past him, too. Like, she couldn't hand them to him. Yeah, right? Like, if I was in... I don't know about you. But if I was just hanging around in a place I kind of didn't want to be, and someone's like, here, take this. A hundred pearls. sack of money. And you can buy anything. I would be like, goodbye. (laughs) Like, you don't need to finish that sentence, buddy. I'm out of here. I don't even need the pearls. But the <laughs> thing is, we we get affirmation that Shay not only loves Tyrion, it's true love. Aw. So, this isn't for money. It's not for love. Shay loves Tyrion for reasons. Of course. And nothing Be- will go wrong ever. Because he's nice, and he protects her? He's the only good guy in the show. Come on. All right. It was Ned Stark and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, the only time he was evil when he said he jerked off into soup. Yeah. I mean, go Other back to, that, like, episode nine, where we talk about how Ned's goodness oh. worked into Tyrion when he died and made him even gooder. I upset Kim, because she's eating kid cuisine. Talking about jerking off. Oh, into a pot of turtle stew. Mm-hmm. The turtle stew is my least favorite part of the kid cuisine. <laughs> And that, hard, that, crusty macaroni It's like fun cheese. nuggets, chill mac and cheese, and like turtle stew. Turtle stew was, yeah, the least the, the least selling one. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm glad the penguin's still in the box, because when I see the turtle in the box, it's like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he's gone. What happened to that guy? <laughs> um, Stewie yeah, the turtle. She, she's just like, take, Varys is like, take this and leave, and she says, no. Yeah. And I don't what know. could happen? I, I don't like. I don't really like that Varys is like neutral good and Littlefinger is chaotic evil on the show, and it's just kind of very not. Like I, I, mean, I, I was talking, I was talking to Kim about this, and I didn't think it was like. I would like to think that it was just Varys is like on the surface. He's like, oh, please go take care of yourself. Uh-huh. He even says it. He's like, you're but like the wild card. Like I don't know about you, so get out yeah. of here, so I can do things. Mm-hmm. Like, he just wants her gone so he can put his stuff in motion. Yeah. But he's just saying, like, I- I'll be nice to you. Because on the surface, like, what's a bunch of pearls or whatever to him, you know? Yeah. That's just how I took it. And it, like, like, that's so what it could be and should be. But the show is him genuinely being like, please, I'm being nice, leave. Yeah, because yeah, we, like, later on, there's, like, Varys is just, like, super supportive of Tyrion running a thing and just, like, you're great, I don't have any secret plans, you're the good guy, and I like you. Mm-hmm. It's, he just, like, 
basically Tyrion's like secret spy man, more yeah. or less. And Littlefinger's like, let's burn this fucker down. And it's, uh, I mean, it's fine. It's just not yeah. as engaging as it could it's be. Just, by all everything is just so much more simple. Yeah. Than it could be. Anyway, Tyrion is forcing Pod to drink until he, he sure likes it. sure fucking is. <laughs> and then Cersei's drinky sense tingles and she takes his place. Mm-hmm. So Cersei comes in and she gets a glass of wine and she said, did you know I'm a mother? <laughs> Hey, check this shit out. Check this shit out. I have kids. Actually four, because we're in the show for some reason, but a number (laughs) of babies. She says, uh, you need to have babies to be happy. And Tyrion's like, did that make you happy? And she says, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's literally exactly what happens. That's the dialogue. At one point during this, Kim asked, do you remember this? You were asked, like, why does Tommen look okay and Joffrey look so busted? And I was like, that's how he looks in real life. Yeah, he I looked guess, like that in Batman Begins. Yeah, because I'm sure they add, like, prosthetic... Prosthetic incest face. to him? <laughs> you know, they just inject him with a little bit of uh, cousin. And, like, they ug him up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Just ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, what, what else happens here? Uh, we learn that, like, baby Joffrey was cute, and, like, he was nice around Cersei, so that, like... He was nice all the time, but you know he wasn't. As soon as Cersei, like, left the crib, he was just, like, spraying graffiti and, like, flinging poop and shit. Yeah. Poop and shit. Flinging shit around his bedroom. Yeah. Um. This is sheep shifting. Anyway. Yeah. Um, some more inopportune Frey soldiers are hamming it up about how Cat died. Yeah, like, no-name Frey guys. Like, I killed her good hundreds of times. Yeah, you should have seen her... Be alive for a second and then dead. It was it was good. And like, and I did, like, it. did you know the thing that happened? I was there. It was me. I'm responsible. I'm sure everyone says they were responsible. I'm yeah, legally but me too. culpable for this and deserve to be punished. Yeah. And Arya is doing like the she gets off the horse and walks around and is doing like I, what was her like? Okay, her plan was to to stab this guy hundreds. To stab of times. the fuck out of this guy's neck. But like, what was her idea of like? Okay, here's how I'm gonna get in. Yeah, oh, this know. is this is the third dropping thing. It was. Okay. Because, again, it was, give me that coin. And then, Oopsie. Ooh, I, dro- I dropped it a little bit. I dropped it with my slippery fingies. Guess you gotta bring your neck down here to stabbing distance. So, yeah. So he does that, and she stabs him for critical damage. Oh, yeah. Backstab. Um, Sandor explodes a, guy fa- a guy's face with his sword. These soldiers have, like, the worst reaction times. Oh, yeah. Because this dude gets stabbed several times. And they're like, hey, wait a second. And even then, they see it, and they just go like, huh? This neck massage isn't what I think it might be. (laughs) And then the hand destroys everything. We gotta go call the boss. (laughs) I see footprints over here. (laughs) Um, Like, cool dad hound. He's like, if you kill anyone, do it in this house. Yeah. Just let me know. Because I care. And hey, then... Chief, somebody's stabbing this guy's neck! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> he, the guy, a dead guy yells that and then, like, closes his eyes again. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just get, like, the stupidest closing shot of her, like, <laughs> holding the gigantic coin up to the camera. Uh-huh. 
And saying Valar Margulis. Yeah, Th- does she even know what that means at this point? Mm-mm. She just thinks it's how you say coin. <laughs> yeah. And say, and the hound is money. in the back eating like a rat. Yeah. Ugh. And I, I saw on like IMDB, I think, that this is the second season finale where the last thing Arya says is Valar Margulis. And Isn't the next season finale named Valar Morghulis? And guess how it ends. <laughs> yeah, With she says Valar Morghulis and get... Oh, no, yeah. No. yeah. And Walter Frey stabs her. It's a good season. You know, keeping things thematically together. Yeah. Because it's just like the only hopeful thing you can do with her, I guess. <laughs> it's being like, hey, everybody's gonna die someday. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Egret somehow catches up to John. On horse, yeah. She, when you're a wildling and you spend enough time around horses, you start to gain the ability to run as fast as a she, horse. She, she puts her arms behind her back like Naruto and uh-huh. just runs very fast across the countryside. Like, did you notice that, like, when John was, had fallen in love with his reflection in the lake and, uh-huh. like, he snaps out of it when he hears the loudest, like, bow totting of all time? Yeah. Like, she pulls it back, and it sounds like... She she pulls... She, it was weird. she pulls it back, but you can really hear her, like, slap her thigh when she pulls the bow yeah, back. she slaps her thigh, and you also hear... Like, yeah. she's fucking cocking her bow? <laughs> yeah. The, sa- the sound team really went overboard on this episode, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. How did she, like, sneak away from her entire group and catch up to him? Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, John is... Again, the worst negotiator ever, always. And he, he, he straight up, like, challenges her to kill him. He's like, I bet you won't kill me. You know I've always been lying, Egret. I have to go home. I know you won't shoot me. You won't? What, what do I have to gain from this? This is not how this works. I'm um, going to shoot you several times and then eat my own head, is what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, when cried, Kim? When who cried? Your wife? Yeah. And it was like a very... You, you thought there was such a build-up. There was going to be such a She was dying. She was not dying. No, her face I mean, kind of like contorted in on itself. One man she loved. Her, her, three times with an arrow. She imploded into her own... Yeah. You know, the, like, those those trucks that we were watching on Mythbusters yes. that were imploding? That was what happened to her face. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Truck Shepherd. But... <laughs> truck Shepherd. <laughs> too. That is all. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, there was a horse in the background of the scene, just kind of like eating grass the whole time, and it had a huge boner the whole scene. Did it really? Uh-huh. I, oof. I, it's a metaphor. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that, but I'll I was looking for it. anything else. <laughs> and then he rides away and she shoots him 50 times yeah but she doesn't kill him because remember she could shoot a rabbit's eye from 800 yards yeah but she had all of her soupy tears in her eyes and that was uh-huh. that was yeah so he rides away she could have yeah, she could have lopped his dick right off from 100 yards <laughs> and worn it around her neck or thrown it into the river or whatever yeah. she said you did thrown it into the blackwater rush yeah uh, and My Sam, anyways, <laughs> we go to Sam, who's just fucking up on all aspects. I know how this must look, blind man. Yeah. Yikes. And later in it, he goes, don't you see? Or something like that. <laughs> like, like, see, I was right. Something like that. Yeah. Like, oof. Um, I love that Eamon has, is like, what does the oath say? Brothers have to give up all titles and, and Sam just like, nook, nook. Yeah. Yeah, nook, nook. Don't worry, it's not my baby. Oh. And then Gilly's like, anyways, this is Sam Jr., named for his dad. (laughs) 
Like, yikes. I thought halfway, like, he was gonna give these, like, night gathers and my watch, and then Maester Angry just like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got yeah, it, I, got okay. it. I know how it goes. I'm 600 this years old. Than usual. Yeah, it was like an hour and two minutes. Yeah. I can barely take it when it's like 54. It literally took me like five hours to watch this episode because I couldn't just watch it. I usually watch it all the way through like in one sitting, but mm-hmm. I w- like had to be playing video games and like during the loading screens, I would just watch a watch a scene because I <laughs> I could. Knowing how it ends, I just couldn't. Like oh, I was dreading it the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, "Okay, you're our guest." Like, I I guess he's kind of like, shitty. Like, yeah, and and he's like like. Gilly's like, I can cook and clean, and he's like, good. Yeah, good, woman. That's yeah, what you should anyways, do. Tell everyone in the kingdom that we're all gonna die. <laughs> all 500 ravens. Remember them? Sam? <laughs> Remember your job? Yeah, they missed you a lot. Which was not to get Nook Nook in the forest. And talk, they talk <laughs> like, about you all the time. Like, how long? Okay, is it Maester Eamon? You know, to become a maester, you have to have, like, a lot of training and be smart. Uh-huh. Like, how far, how long were they gone that he thinks Sam could, like, get someone pregnant and have a two-month-old baby? <laughs> That's true. I guess, he, yeah, nobody really filled him in on the whole pregnancy deal. He didn't get that chain on his, uh-uh. uh, on his link, yeah. And, I mean, it could be any amount of time, because they could show up 20 years later with a baby, with, like, a 20-year-old baby, and it would yeah. still be exactly the same. His name's Sam. Okay, this is a grown man. My name is Sam Jr. for my dad. (laughs) And that's my dad right there. I'm older than him. Please, bring me my bottle. (laughs) Uh, what happens? Oh, Davos does something? Uh, we learn that Stannis canonically hates birthday parties. Oh, yeah. Because Davos is going through all the letters, and he's like, you're cordially invited to the Florence name day, and Davos is like, I'm not, he's not gonna fucking... He's not gonna go to that. Like, his wife's family, yeah. He won't even pop an interested or a maybe on that invitation. Um, also, we get the best line read of all time about, with Davos saying first nigget. Yeah. That, that wasn't, like, a character thing or, like, plot. That was, he didn't know how to say it. The actor. God bless. (laughs) Uh, what happens? Then, yeah, Stan, he goes to tell Stannis something. He gets, like, immediately he gets the Night's Watch letter. Yeah. Because Did, time is nothing. Another, another like, Davos being shitty to a child. Like, he's talking to Shireen, but the bell's toll, and she's like, oh my god, are we going to war? Are we being attacked? What's happening? Stay and he here. just fucking leaves. Yeah, stay here. Lock stay the door. here. I can't tell you anything. Why was, why was the bells ringing? I don't know. We got, we just got a letter. I guess that's like their mailbox. Yeah. Wonder who it's from. Uh, it was weird. And so then, uh, Davos goes down and he's like, my lord. And then Stannis just goes, bow, bow, bow. They're like, what? Okay. Okay, Blue. You're right. Yeah, he, he throws so a that- leech into the fire and the leech is like, Blue Skidoo, we can too. We're in the fire. Bob Stark's dead. Here's his head. Woo! Still standing at that table. Uh-huh. Hasn't left. And then, like, I forget, like, this is when Davos, why, why is he there? Like, what's going on? I mean, he's, he shows up and he's like, hey, you shouldn't get rid, you shouldn't kill this kid because it's important. Oh, yeah. I noticed this. He says something like, he's like, you can't kill him. He's your blood. And Mel is in the background and she just rolls her eyes so hard. Yeah. Like, they go out of her head and into the fire. Uh-huh. 
great. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's blind for the rest of the show. Yeah. There's a thing. Davos says, like, the meanest thing in the world. He said, like, he was, like, they were like, do you dare doubt the Lord of Light's power? And he's like, I don't know. I've seen things crawl out of nightmares, but my eyes were open. Da- Davos calls Mel's vagina a nightmare in front of Stannis, in front of her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, well, no, he just, that was the first time he saw any child being born. Oh, yeah. He, so, yeah, he didn't have health class in middle school. You remember his face. Yeah. He's like, what's this shit? <laughs> I thought a boat just drops him off and says, here's your kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. The boat stork. And then uh, Stannis says the same thing that Tywin said earlier in their episode, so you know he's evil. Yeah. Hmm. I fucking love that my enemies have made my kingdom bleed shit. Wait, you said Stannis said something something cool? Yeah, yeah. It's my first. I think it's my first note so far of me of like me just like being excited about a Stannis line. Hmm. But then, and, um. Yeah, but then we get then immediate he's... reaffirmation that they are evil. Yeah. One of the five kings just died, and Mel's like, but we haven't made any progress, even though one of the five kings... 20% of the kings you just killed. Uh-huh. That's, 20, a, that's a good good chunk of them. In, like, 20 minutes. Like, you... Literally, you, like... You threw a leech into the fire, you went back to your table, and it happened. Yeah. And, like, and obviously it's way better in the books, like, at this point, like two of the three kings from the leeches had died. And even then, Stannis is like, hey, you promised three and you only killed two, so I'm not really sold on this shit. But, like, maybe yeah, if he killed all three, it would be, what like, What they did is they made sure only one died so Davos could be kind of right. He's like, men also die in war all the time, and this is a war. Yeah. But if it, if it was two of them, that that would have, like, yeah. a less bigger pull. Because this is the scene where we get, like, the literal angel-devil blocking, where, like, he's looking out of the balcony, and Davos is on yeah. one shoulder, and Mel's on the other. And it's like, yeah. yikes. And then... Uh, he puts Gendry on a boat, and that's the last we ever see of him. Yep. That's because, not because... that's not a post-Game of Thrones joke. That's literally the last we have seen of Gendry in two seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when, like, the last thing Davos had said to Gendry was, my son died because he followed me. And then later that night, Gendry, follow me. Yeah, but also he got on a boat and went far away from him. Yeah. He gets, and like, the, he's pushing him out, and we learn that Gendry has never been in a boat, doesn't know how to row, and doesn't know how to swim. And so he's like, use the stars it. to guide you. Yeah, that fucking explains it. Like, that's why. Yeah, he's at, he's at the bottom of the Blackwater Rush. Yeah, with, with Tyrone Lattimore. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so that happens, and then... John shows up. Why is dead. his face all fucked up all of a sudden? John? Yeah, like... He I didn't, mean, like, that hawk attacked him, but... But, like, he looked good in, like, the the scene where Egret's face imploded. But, like, he has, like, fresh mouth blood. Uh Like, I don't know if Warg Diamond Jim came back for more. Yeah. Like, on his way back. I like... I just like that he's, like... The horse was just standing there when he was drinking water. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he falls off when they get to the gate, the horse just books it. <laughs> like it's, it's like I am not hanging out there for this no shit. No grass here. No, thank you. Yeah. And then they just like drag him. Mm-hmm. They're like, like Misa, and they lift him up, and <laughs> like no one in this world has heard of a fireman's carry or anything. Yeah, like, right. There must be a more efficient way. Like you have, you, they have to fucking crowd surf him everywhere. Yeah. And the thing is, this is like a mistake on my part, and not necessarily a criticism of the show, but. 
I know this is supposed to be a major homecoming because like he was probably like presumed dead and like super missing for a long time. But I literally forgot that he was missing and presumed dead from the night's watch. Yeah. Like, like Sam was like, you're finally home. And I was like, he was gone. Like, I, I know that he was just with Egret for a while, but I thought that was just like a day. We've been that- making a lot of Revenant jokes, but this basically was the Revenant. Oh yeah. Even down to putting him on like a shitty board and carrying him. Yeah. <laughs> And he's all fucked up. And they're like, we thought you were dead. Oh, oh I had to ride a horse and drink a water. <laughs> and that's the first word he says. And, and Leo is like, I had to eat, like, guts and sleep in a horse. And John is like, I had to make fucky in a cave. <laughs> like, we know who's not I went to an underground him. spa and had sex with my girlfriend for the first time. Yeah. And also, like, I befriended a man with a beard. Yeah. And climbed a cool wall. I climbed the tallest thing, and I... I, I did a cool first base on the top of it. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's like, we don't know what happens after that. They just drag him away. Yeah. <laughs> he immediately dies. I like, he wakes up and it's like, uh, Sam and Pip are like looking above him. And the first thing he says is Pip. <laughs> like, they're not even that good of friends. Like, <laughs> Is that your name, Pip? Like, he doesn't even acknowledge Sam first. Yeah. Anyway, God, fuck Sam. Uh, Jamie is back at the place where he lives. Yep. This is another yeah. thing where I was like, oh yeah, he was gone. Even though we just watched him do two seasons of things away from King's Landing. I was like, oh yeah, he hasn't seen Cersei in a while. I really like the Wikipedia summary of this scene. It just says, Jamie, Brienne, and Quyburn arrive in King's Landing, and Jamie immediately goes to see Cersei. Yeah. Like, That's he it! Gives, he gives, like, <laughs> Brienne a meaningful, like... Yeah, we've grown together, and we've grown fond of... Anyways, bye, Cersei! Deuces. Yeah, it, this is the fakest his arm has ever looked. Oh, yeah. In this scene. Did you see that Cersei was holding Majora's mask on her desk, like, just, like, I, looking I, at it? I did And then, before Jamie walked in? I did not. It's hmm, Majora's that's, mask. That's a weird, weird plotline. I hope they expand on that in yeah. next season. That's why she's evil. She's actually um, just a skull kid who just lost all of his friends, but... Anyways... <laughs> Uh, speaking of things that are terrible, like Majora's Mask, we go back to Davos. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to do this in public. <laughs> it, it was too easy. I couldn't pass it up. Uh, Davos he got caught because he's an idiot. Uh-huh. He's like, I know I do this all the time, but hear me out. Yeah, the thing, he always, like, says everything like he's dropping a major truth bomb. But, like, he's like, I sentence you to die. And Davos just goes... Uh, that's fine, but as the Hand of the King, I advise against it! Yeah. Like, no shit? Again, can someone in the show please level up their negotiation skills? Yeah. Because, come on. And then, like, just in case you start to feel bad for Davos, he lies about Shireen's kindness and teaching him how to read. Like, who fucking taught you how to read, Onion Knight? And he's like, my son, Mathos. Yeah, you would think, if anything, he'd be like, your daughter taught me to get him, like, emotionally like she has super good ar points you should read with her sometime (laughs) yeah that's where she's getting all of her grippers he just he just lies and says my dead son taught me how to read after he exploded did i mention that he died he died following me and then he just walks out of the room he died following me and he holds his hand up all the guards are like well we can't can't do anything about that and how does he get out of it he's like there's bad things happening because and Mel is immediately like yes the bad things this is pointless this thing we've been doing and killing for also, we need to go do these things, and he's going to be really important. Trust me. Yeah. 
And then, like, Stannis' big season-ending line is that Davos should stop mocking the benevolent fire god who Stannis loves and worships. Mm-hmm. And maybe you should stop fucking being mean to the fire god who is real and who saved you. And I, he's in, I'm in his army. Um, do you want to come to my youth group, Davos? It is thanks to him, capital H, that all things are possible. Yeah. And, and Davos, then, maybe you should read Philippians. Now that and then the read. episode, it just ends. Like it goes to the credits, really. I was yeah. like, that—that that was a real. Uh, yeah, it just like it goes back to the intro, but it goes like over Yunkai. But there's clearly been some kind of nuclear bomb dropped on it because everybody you, in that scene. Can you do me a favor? If you haven't already, look. Go to the Wikipedia page for this episode. Okay. And look at you know like the main image. Uh huh. That they have. Just look at that, and that's like my review of it, of this scene. Um, let me, okay. Here it is. It's Mishka. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's, every, everyone do this. Like, I know it's, it's radio, but go to the Wikipedia page and look at that great picture. If you're listening to this on your commute, your commute on the interstate, then. The uplifting scene, literally (laughs) because she was uplifted, received praise as well as criticism for colonialistic undertones. It's like the ultimate mission trip photo. It's the worst. It is. Yeah, and she had to have her whole army to watch it because there was no Facebook to post it on. Yeah, right. And like immediately, the scene was so bad <laughs> because like the they do the thing where like they did it with Cat last episode, where like they immediately they just flip her character just to create a moment of tension completely. Like she's like, maybe I shouldn't have liberated them. Maybe they don't. Maybe maybe they didn't want to be conquered. And then Jorah is like all fucking mansplainy, mansplainy George W. Bush. Like, you didn't conquer them. You liberated them. Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished. And then like, we, everything we know, everything we know about Danny's character is that she is all about breaking those chains. Mm-hmm. That is it. Like, there's, could be like a critique that like she is like, is like George W. Bush, where she's like getting political here on post Game of Thrones, where it's like, like you're we're going to free of, them at any cost. Yeah. And then, and like, then she's like, oh, like shit. but, like, there's no, she would never, like, especially show Daenerys that we've, like, don't know anything else about. She would never be like, maybe I made a mistake in freeing these slaves. Like, are you sure? I like, I, I'm just going to read the last, like, little paragraph of the Wikipedia page. Let's do it. The, the episode's final scene in which Daenerys, the blondest possible savior figure, appears <laughs> with uncharacterized, uncharacterized brown people as being lifted up as their messiah, praising her for saving them from bondage, was criticized by at least four commentators. <laughs> Good. As having colo- colonialist or even racist undertones. They asked why the series chose to portray the Yunkish as nearly uniformly dark-skinned rather than as the ethnically diverse as in the source novels, to which George R. R. Martin replied that this was because the scene was shot in Morocco with local extras. Yikes. Commentators also criticized more broadly the series' inclusion of people of color was only limited to a small number of characters. You know, the slaves. Yeah. But hey, there's also a pirate and a man who tried to get Daenerys to fuck him and marry him that died. And got locked in a cave? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Great characters. Yeah. And like... and, like, and then they have the like the fucking dragon as the fly. Yeah, we she's get it. The fly for no reason except to look cool for the camera. Yeah, and like I feel like like I feel like that's the end of every season. Yeah, and like she says a whole lot of nothing in like 
Yunkish or whatever, where she's like, I didn't, I liberated you just did, now. Did but your, not thing, really. did your version of this have subtitles? Yeah, it did. did yours mine, not? mine didn't. I don't I know why some of them were like that. I hate it. I thought they were doing like a thematic thing. Yeah. You know? There was like, Miss Andy was like, this is your new mom, Daenerys. You owe her your lives. You know, the way that Miss Andy is. And then Daenerys is like, no. And then she stands, she goes out and says, I liberated you just now, but not really, because you gotta liberate yourselves, man. So why, what, why were they talking to them in this language if they say one word and she's like, what does that mean? Yeah. I never learned mom. Uh, I don't know. Th- like, the thing is, I love, <laughs> man. I'm like such a sucker for the song that they use to end the seasons where it's just like a, like an angelic chorus, like softly singing, like the title theme. Uh-huh. It's like pretty and hopeful and whatnot, but like over this, yikes! Yeah, like the scene, like the the ending of season four, I think is really pretty because it's like you know who on her boat like go into a new place and it's like, it's like really that's nice. like uplifting and like wow, I can't wait to see what happens next. This yeah. is like I don't want to see anymore. And it's like I I had to revisit the like the book chapter. What happened? Because it's not this, right? No, it's and it's and like. It's it's a little icky, like not to this extent, but like uh-huh. part of it is that it's from like a thirteen year old girl's at, perspective. At least Strong Bellwis is there too, right? Yeah, and it's like she's she's riding by on a horse, and like there on are a white horse, right? Liberated that are like, like Misa, Misa, and yeah, like she just rides by them on a white horse. It's just like how a chapter ends, you know? Yeah, which uh-huh. is like we get it, George, but they didn't literally pick her and the horse up. Yeah. Immediately breaking all four of the horse's legs. Yeah, bad, bad ending to this to this one. Yeah. Remember when we thought the season was going to be good? Christ, this is the end of season three. You're right. We 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 were just thinking about a storm of swords. Yeah, we were, and now because... we're like, but the second half of Storm of Swords is where the good shit happens. Wait till season four. Like most of it is really packed in there, but I looked. I was like, let me see what happens in season four, and shit immediately just like hops off like right away like a thing i didn't think happened until like episode five happens in episode two. Oh, good so yeah like it goes crazy interesting and our special boy finally shows up yeah i did see like the the like the mission trip picture for misa for the next episode is just oberon nice special handsome boy that's the episode Yep, that's the season. Where would you uh where would you rank the first three seasons at this point? Um From best to worst. Yeah. One. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like this one's fresh in my mind and not that much happened other than the red wedding. Yeah. And I already forgot what happened in season two. Exactly. Like, so I think I would have to. I guess, go like one, three, by two. by default, like one, three, two. But it's like one with a lot of greater than signs, and then three, and then less greater than signs, and then two. Two, yeah. And and five is at the bottom of the pile. Yeah. Five is underneath mattress, underneath your mattress, smelling like goat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, season six is gonna be. I'm so excited for season six like i'm i'm past the part where i'm sad about 
Like I, I am still sad that like I want to read the book first, but it's going to be really yeah. nice to watch an episode and be like, Eddie, are you ready to fucking record? <laughs> I know I'm just going to be like, like to anything that happens. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be real avant-garde podcasting where it's just going to be 70 minutes of. Yeah. Tyrion. Brienne. J. Yeah. We are woods. <laughs> yeah, we kind of like we're woods. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. We're, we're just going to be the rock bottom people. Like it's yeah. it's going to be our. We're inventing a new language, much like Dothraki. Yeah. Where <laughs> is Vos? <laughs> uh, work of the week. 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 Um, so on the previously on, which I don't know if your copy had, it did not. Um, there was a like a recap of Brand's first warging, which doesn't otherwise come up in this episode, unless unless uh, why is it important that we remember that Starks are wargs? Why was that made to be important? So I'd like to take you back to the Sansa Tyrion scene where she talks about goat shit. <laughs> is um, is someone the shit? No. Because we that, did that one already. No, I, I know we've already done... Oh, man. We've covered a lot of ground here. A lot of um, ground here. But I was I was really struck by the term shapeshifter, because that doesn't exist anywhere outside of Game of Thrones. I've Googled it. and Which makes me think that if Sansa could mishear um, shifting, that she could mishear shapeshifting as well. Mm-hmm. Now, you at home, uh, I would like for you to start saying shapeshifter over and over again, and eventually you might find. I'll, I'll wait. Cheap pause. Shifter. Okay, pause the podcast. Cheap shifter. All right. Now, good. By now, you should be saying shape shifter. Shape shifter. Whoa. Because we learned that Sansa learned about this from her family. Can you? So I'm imagining a scene where Sansa's parents are like quietly whispering about Sansa's shape shifting abilities. Uh huh. That she would mishear as sheep shifting. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, they could have actually been saying sheep shifting, which is shape shifting into sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this she ex- shit her own bed. No, she didn't shit her own bed. Okay, but she may have the power if the bed is made out of sheep <laughs> material. She may be able to warg into beds. Now, stay with me. You put a lot of thought into this, one, huh? No, I fucking did though. <laughs> This was my stopping point for a long time, but there's actually some fucking evidence for this shit. Okay. Like, number one, like, this would explain why... Kim, can Sansa turn into a bed? <laughs> no, she cannot. Okay. No. Well, let's hear some she more. She can't turn into a bed. She can put her soul Oh, in. she can, like, it, inhabit a bed. Like, ward into a bed. No, she can't. Okay, well, you're wrong, but... Look, because... Sansa's the only one who's, until now, Sansa was the only one whose dire wolf died. She never got, the, she will never have the experience of warging. She knows that to be true. Mm-hmm. So this explains why, like, Arya is very outdoorsy, and, you know, she's, she's very, she's like her dire wolf, Nymeria. So, like, that explains why, from the very, from the get-go, she was, like, super wargy. Meanwhile, Sansa was the only one who was, like, super tolly about it. She was, like, she liked, say, upholstery. She gravitated towards things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the fucking, now I know you might be saying, okay, this is kind of a stretch for the first time, mm-hmm. but you had, you had me up until now. Let me take you back to the beginning of season three, I believe 
when Littlefinger puts two beds on his ship. Uh-oh. We goofed about it, but if Littlefinger were trying to creep, wouldn't he just have one king-size bed? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody that he would be like, no, like, woman that he is interested in that he would be like, I'm going to be a nice gentleman and get two beds so that I can't be creepy. That's not his MO. It would not happen. No. He got, the only reason he would get a second bed is if he needed to, if he needed to transport somebody very secretly. And how more, how much more secretly can you get than having somebody's soul in a bed that she can then work out of into the veil into somebody else, say Sweet Robin, and then there you go. She's been transported and nobody was any the wiser. Confirmed. I mean, Sansa's probably a bed. Like, Sansa's probably a bed? Probably can, she can be a bed if she wanted. Can somebody lay on her? Hey. I caught, mm, Serta, is Serta a mattress company? Serta Stark, that's what the theory is. I think it's not okay because she'll get hurt. Well, listen, the theory is sound, but you'll have to listen to the episode to hear more. Oh. That's called marketing. It's not marketing because the people will already be listening to your episode, Eddie. I I, I was directly marketing to you. This is like intimate, like, we're going door to door here, starting in my own house. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Confirmed. 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 Uh, Questions? If you have a question, you can send it to our Tumblr page, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, or email us at postgot at gmail.com. I'm like out of breath after saying that theory. Yikes. <laughs> we, All got, right, yeah. we, got, we got one question this week because no one wanted to talk about this episode. Fair enough. It's from friend of the show, Leaf Crunch, who asks, I don't have any Game of Thrones question in my head this week, but how are Thank you boys God. doing? Also, to what extent was anime a mistake? <laughs> how are you, Eddie? Pretty good. Earlier, um, Kim had to take her car, like, to get serviced, and we were in the waiting room, and I, like, checked the email on my phone and saw this, and I was like, huh, hey, Kim, look at this, and she reads it, and she goes, does Brooks watch and mouths anime? <laughs> like, she, like, she didn't say anime in public, so that, that kind of answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It did. <laughs> You couldn't even say the word in public, so it's yeah. probably a big mistake. There were so many old people near me, I didn't want to offend them. <laughs> <laughs> you could have spelled it out so the old people couldn't tell what you were saying. Yeah. So that's that's the answer to that. Yeah. I mean, I like Pokemon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon's but, pretty um, good. I'm good. Um, I, had, I, had, I had a long week at school. Uh-huh. Um, I just started a job as the webmaster of the website, and HTML is some, some difficult business. I know, right? It's the coolest position I'll ever have. I had that uh, that job interview the other day. How'd that go? But, I mean, I think pretty good. Yeah. The lady was like, you have a great resume, and working in the Board of Education will be great for your future career as a teacher. And I was like, yes. Were you like, I also, in my... In my experience section of my resume, you'll see that I talked about the dicking tree once. <laughs> I could, I, I did that. That was in the future. I didn't okay. know I would t- be talking about the dicking tree. Oh, that's true. That was temporarily you couldn't, but yeah. I know that you would. I would have. Cal Drogo doesn't know what cum is. We could talk about that. <laughs> it was like skills. Like I know all these. Uh, yes, I'm very skilled in Office and Excel, and also I can do a very good Cal Drogo impression. Would you like to see? <laughs> Hey, and, and do, then I do got you want to hear some, some funny songs that the Red Wedding DJ could play? 
Please tune into my podcast. I, li- I like to move it, move it. Please move to my podcast, Post Game of Thrones. And they were like ushering me out the door. I was like, uh-huh. one episode is called Not Everything is Horses. And please leave a review if you enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> like, okay, she says like, okay, we'll let you know by the end of next week, like what we're going to do. And I was like, okay, if you could, if you could go to Post Game of Thrones on iTunes and, le- and let me know there in five stars. Like, even if, even if I don't get the job, just leave five stars oh, yeah. and let me know. We're sorry to inform you that the position has been filled, and you just, like, leave... You just respond with, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. The weird thing is, that happened, but, like, because it was a posting online, and it said, like, it'll close this day, and it was, like, four days after or something. I was like, let me call and ask about this. And someone answered, and I was like, hello, I'm calling about blah, blah, blah. Oh, that position has been filled. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's unfortunate, but whatever. And two days later, they're like, hi, we'd like to interview you. Yes. So I was like... Okay, either someone was just lying to me, <laughs> or like they had someone else planned and they. Like, didn't I listen to post Game of Thrones. I re- I would recognize this voice anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, we well we finished the season. Is uh, next week next week's plan still still? Oh on yeah. For next week's episode, we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're just going to give food opinions for seventy minutes. Yeah, I'm going to talk about. Like, if you like me talking about mustard on hot dogs this episode, wait until next week when I stretch yeah. it out to 45 I have minutes. a feeling this will be the most contentious episode yet. I can't wait. Because it's going to be us attacking each other. <laughs> so if you have... For mutually horrible opinions. It, it seems like people don't want to talk about Game of Thrones, so if you don't want to do that, send us uh, questions or just topics or things you want us to yeah. talk about for next week. Homework help again. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you then when we'll talk about anything other than this show. Yeah. And and then we'll do season four because this is a good one. Yeah, or, or so. Like, so we've been led to believe. Ones, yeah. Good episode. Sonic the Hedgehog. Anime was a mistake. Keep Teens. Flashy. Teens. <laughs>